If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spin FL. What's up, y'all? John the Rollins. Excuse me, sir. We're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. We are coming to you from the Sound Lounge. <laughs> How dope is that? Yeah, uh, man. We got our own studio here. Um, and uh, I'm, we're going to be making some content out of this place. Really excited about it. Yeah. You know, it's pretty dope. Uh, it's got a very dungeon bomb shelter-like vibe to it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I like that. It's cool. You know, I have a very interesting relationship with bomb shelters, right? No, tell me. Um, when I was uh, deployed, I went. Uh, one of my deployments, I went to Iraq, mm-hmm. Iraq, mm-hmm. and uh, I hear it's nice there. <laughs> yeah, and um, I had a girlfriend at the time that um, was ride or die, you know. Uh huh. And she sent me. She mailed me some some blunts. Of marijuana. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. She mailed me blunts of marijuana. And we, as air traffic controls, we had access to a Humvee. We could drive places. We could <laughs> leave the base. <laughs> so she mailed me these Roldell blunts. And then I told a couple of my military homies because, you, you know, I knew that the dogs, I was under the impression, I don't know if it's true or not, but that dogs can't sniff for both bombs and drugs. Okay. So I was like, we're good. If she sends it, we're good. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pick up on it, huh? And it got to me. It could have been by chance, or maybe I'm a genius. That's crazy. <laughs> so, so I get it. I talked to a few friends, and we knew that we could get to a bomb shelter because we needed a private place to do this. Right. So um, these four blunts that she sent me, we smoked them over time, you know. Yeah. And we hadn't smoked in a while. Like I hadn't smoked at all in my whole military career. So I got faded. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the bomb shelter that we began to call the bong shelter. After that. <laughs> and uh, the first night we did it, I got so high. And uh, there were uh, the smoke started going through the bong, the bong shelter. And um, bats started flying around. <laughs> she fucked me up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. And we were just laughing and giggling, and we had um, we knew the night was gonna come when we all had our shifts aligned, you know. Okay. So that we knew we would have that night off, so we would go to the chow hall and get extra like Cheetos and like Dorito, like different snacks, little uh, little Debbie cakes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't eat it. We'd just stash it in. Well, you don't have to eat it, but we just stashed it away for that night. And we had a box full of goodies for the night, uh, the first night that we were going to smoke. And we got fucking lit. I can't <laughs> believe you managed to get blunts in the Baghdad. Yeah, man. Nazaria. Yeah. Nazaria. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's crazy. Yeah, man. <clears throat> blunts in Baghdad. I like the alliteration there. Yeah. <laughs> and the bong shelter. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I hear about uh, bomb shelters, I think about the glorious evenings uh, and when I was deployed, That's fighting brilliant. for my country. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting and smoking for your country. Smoking for my country. Hey, Ooh. that's the most American story I think I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. You're a true patriot. Yeah, man, I am. I am. <laughs> and I you, it. on the other hand, denounced your citizenship. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm Swedish, yeah. I still can't get used to it. It's so weird. Oh man, um, I'm, I'm I just started the process to get my kids social mm. security numbers and all that stuff mm. so they could be American. Oh, Excited. so they're not even American yet? No, not yet. Shit, I'm lazy. Damn, but I'll do it. Mm. I started. It's easy now because of COVID. You just send the documents. It's like, why isn't that the case? And then they tell you if it's wrong. When it's right, you come in and you get your shit. You get uh, they make an appointment. Mm. Why wasn't that the process before? You don't have to show up with your kids in person to do that. 
You you do, but if I show up with my kids in person and I did some paperwork wrong, I would have to either redo it or go back, you know, if I forgot a document. Oh, yeah, now yeah. you send it to them, and then if <clears> your <throat> document is right, then then they book an appointment. You just bring all your shit that you sent them. Because hmm. I'm having some issues renewing my daughter's U.S. passport because you can't get an appointment because of the COVID situation. Oh, yeah. And you can't do it by mail because she's under right. 16 or she's 16 or whatever, but either way. It's fine. The Swedes have this whole system worked out. You know, like I said, it's like they got your name, your personal number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got my passport in less than a week. They just give a picture. Of yeah. Picture. <clears throat> nice. Shit. Well, that's been Svenafell. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll that was see all you the next football week. that happened this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it's good sitting next to you, man. We've been doing this remotely so long. Yeah. We, uh, it's it's true. It's nice to have a place to to be. It's good to be in Stockholm. I've been up in Lulio again. That's why we're a little late yeah. with this episode. Because you're famous. Yeah, you know. it's uh, <laughs> Someone's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got some hate mail the other no day. No way. On my, it was my birthday two days ago. Happy belated. Yeah, two days know. ago, three days ago. Uh, and I woke up that morning in Lulio, and I'd gotten an email from some douchebag. Uh, who thinks that I should be put in jail for making a TV series about the murder of Olaf Palma. You got to post it. Yeah. You have to <clears throat> screenshot and post the email. And he was so like, you know, of course, it's like one of those guys, his email address doesn't give you any indication of his actual name and he didn't sign his name. Yeah. It was like, you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, I hope he listens to this. Yeah. But then the next day I got a really nice. Uh, Did you respond? I thought I have written something, but I haven't sent it yet. You call uh, him a pussy? No. No, I called him a donkey raping shit eater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you go on like that. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> Skip. My God. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but then the next day I got sort of an, you know, this is all like kind of uh, just out of nowhere. This other guy sends me a really nice message. Okay. Um, saying that he, he, he loved the show and it helped him get through a really dark time in his life. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, shit, that's pretty cool. See, you got to be the type of person that hears the positive stuff and then that outweighs the bad stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because some people and a lot of comedians will, if I'm in a, and it's, it's me included, I'm not saying I'm a, a positive finder. Right. But if I'm doing stand up and there's one person that's not laughing, I'll remember that motherfucker forever. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. laughing. Great night. Everybody's having a good time. And there's one dude with his goddamn arms crossed. And I'm thinking about him the whole night. I'm the same way. I do this I'm when trying I... trying to get out of this. <clears throat> when I go into meetings, when I have a meeting where I pitch a new project or something, there's yeah. always that one person Not sitting on the it. other side of the table yeah. that's got that stern look on their face. Yeah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I, you're... You're my target. I'm going to make you crack. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to crack. Before exactly. this meeting is over, I'm going to make you crack. Uh, damn. So, yeah. It's tough, man. Being yeah. an artist, you know? You know? Think yeah. about that well, shit. Artist, maybe putting it strongly, but sure. I'm saying, creating, <laughs> being a creator. How's yeah, that? of course. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you roll with the punches, man. Most yeah. people like the show, so it's all good. Exactly. So, fuck that other guy. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. And donkey fucker. The donkey raping shit <laughs> donkey eater. Donkey raping shit eater. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, now that's it for uh, this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, maybe we, we probably should talk about some football, uh, <laughs> considering it's a football podcast. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the big story that came out, uh, I guess it was yesterday. They finally, I mean, this is like the worst kept secret in the NFL that 17 game schedule has been approved. I thought it was already approved. I did too. Uh, but yeah, they've been talking about it forever. Yeah. Um, How do you feel? I mean, I, I mean, for me as a football fan, it just means it means more football. Yeah. So I'm good with it. How many uh, preseason games? <clears throat> I think they cut the number of preseason games down to three. Okay. Uh, and also, instead of adding an extra bye week, um, the, there'll be sort of a bye week before the season starts, apparently. So they'll pl you'll play your three preseason games, there'll be a week off, and then the season will start. When are cuts? Did they say that? I, I don't know if they said that. That'll be interesting <clears throat> as far as uh, camp cuts, right? Mm-hmm. Because it gives the, the coaches more time to evaluate. 
before they cut down to 53. Right. So that would so be pretty cool. Obviously, as we already knew, it says here the added game will be an interconference matchup between teams that finish in the same position in their division during the previous seasons. Which we like. Uh, which is, yeah, exactly. Which means AFC um, East versus NFC East, AFC North versus NFC or yeah. Yeah, West. What the, the most interesting thing that that brings up that I saw on NFL Network is that it means that. Because the AFC West will be playing against the NFC North uh, in this extra game, the way they the way they have it scheduled here, is that you're going to see the Chiefs playing the Packers this year. You get to see Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. No, but that's not because of the, the, the added schedule. That was going to happen anyway. No, but they weren't scheduled to play each other this year. What? Yeah. Why is the AFC West playing the AFC North? I don't know. It's just the way they're saying no, it. No, because they were talking about Packers-Steelers being that matchup that's going to be... Every it could be every year they end up being a rivalry. Yeah, but you're not actually playing the opposite. It, like, so it just so the way they're doing it for this season okay. is hey, AFC East versus NFC East, AFC North versus NFC West. Oh, AFC South versus NFC South, AFC West versus NFC North. I don't know why they're not sticking How's with West West a rivalry. I, I, I'm not really sure why they're doing that. Is that going to be like that? Is that <clears throat> always going to be it, or is it going to rotate? I think they're going to rotate it. They're fucking up, man. Uh, it's a little weird. Is it to keep teams from playing twice in a year? Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. Maybe that's why. Perhaps. Because if if, mm. uh, but I think that's that would just strengthen the rivalry. I agreed. Yeah. I but think you what, but play. what it will lead to this particular season is that the Chiefs will be playing. Uh, the Chiefs finished yeah. first in their division. Packers finished first in theirs. So. I Rogers think they're trying to set themselves up to create. A, a nice matchup. Yeah. Give themselves a little wiggle room. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, I like it. I would have <laughs> liked it if it was uh, every season um, cross-conference. You could create cross-conference rivals, mm. but it's not going to happen. They're also uh, doubling down on the international game. As it says here that they've decided um, – as part of this change in schedule, uh, each team will be required to play internationally at least once every eight years. And that does that does Canada count? Uh, I know they have a, they play in that's Mexico, a good question. and sometimes they played in Toronto. Well, that technically that like is international. Bill. I know, but I think <laughs> everything that, outside of America. But I think the Bills play there sometimes. That's why I didn't. That's know. true. Yeah. So I don't know if they would count that, but Mexico. And then London, that's it, right? Mm, as far I as I know. I count Toronto. I wonder if they ever put a game in Germany. That'd be interesting. We already solved how to get the sport. Yeah. Uh, globe, like European accepted. So hit us up, man. Yeah. Listen to the last season, the first season of SvenFL. We broke it down, which team should go where. Right. And you put that coverage in that city and you got <clears throat> some people with some skin in the game. Well, uh, interestingly enough, they announced uh, last night, I hope this isn't an April Fool's joke, uh, but the Atlanta Falcons will be playing in London this year. Oh. In October. And we're going. We're going to report from there so we can write it off. I sure hope so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I immediately started trying to figure out if this, I I just hope we can get the vaccine before. So we can go. October, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it'll be sometime in October. Uh, they haven't released the schedule. The schedule uh, releases in May, I think. I think they released the schedule in May. Okay. It'll technically be a home game for the Falcons, despite the fact they're playing in London. Um, hey, so, Crimea River, they've done it to Miami a few times. Exactly. So all of the the Falcons' home games this year, though they don't have dates for them yet, they're playing Lions, Patriots, Jets, Eagles, and uh, Washington so it'll be one of those. Okay. One of those games will be nice. the London game. That's cool, man. Which one would you want to see in London? Mm, well, you want to see a victory, <laughs> right? So but that's you why see I'm a thinking. Game too. I'm thinking um, Eagles. Okay. Or Jets. I mean, the Jets are. Yeah, but you want you still want to have a fun game too. Because in London, they're going to be all about... I don't want to go all the way to London and watch them lose. Right. I've done that. So, I did that. I went to Miami and the Dolphins lost to the Jets. Oof. Then they fired their coach. <clears throat> Lions would work. We could beat the Lions. Uh, yeah, but... Oh, so you don't care if it's a good game? No, I just want to win. 
I handily. That. I get that. Okay. I oh, want good. it to be a beatdown. Then down. you want a beatdown, then you want the Jets. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want anyone's kneecaps to get bitten off. So maybe, <laughs> so no lions, maybe the lions are out. <laughs> the London might like that shit. The they would love there. that shit. Right. <laughs> and you mentioned April Fools. Does your family get in on that stuff? No, not. I mean, I did when I was a kid. Yeah, we used to do it. But this year, no. I I, did, I was traveling yesterday, oh, yeah, so yeah, I didn't think much about it. My son did his first April Fool. He was so fucking obvious. He's seven. Yeah. He was so obvious. Of the what, uh, what do you do? He brought out some Oreo cookies and <laughs> I'm supposed to eat an Oreo cookie and he picks the one I was going to eat and he's removed the cream and put mayonnaise in there instead. <laughs> and me, I don't know if you know this about black people, we don't really fuck with mayonnaise like that. <laughs> That's the stereotype. That mayonnaise is white people stuff. That's the stereotype. But uh, I, I, I didn't know I like, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We black people like, don't like, like mayonnaise? We like Miracle Whip. Ah, okay, okay. But um, I have pers- I have switched since then. <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom was like, "White people eat mayonnaise. We eat Miracle Whip." Mm. Uh, but I've uh, I've I'm against uh, Miracle Whip because it has high fructose corn syrup in it. I think that's just a poison, you know. Mm. Um, and I just like mayonnaise better. It's, it's natural, you know what I mean? It's, it's better for you than Man, chem- chemical bullshit. Yeah. So I appreciate mayonnaise <laughs> now, but I still laugh at the whole you know white people mayonnaise thing. Uh, <laughs> so the thing is, I knew. The whole time that I got mayonnaise in this cookie, but I have to play along. Right. And I have to take a bite and then get grossed out or whatever. And it's so fucking nasty. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to eat this shit. But as the dad in me is like, you got to take the bite and go and go for it. And I'm like, oh, and he was like, ah, April Fool's. And I'm like, oh, how long do I have to pretend like to fall for these things before I have to make him, you know, be mm. good, do a good prank, you know? You got to teach him. I'm wondering, I mean, I think I could teach him through not falling for it. And like, man, that's hard to trick. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to up your game, bro. Right. That's what I want to do. But I feel like now he's too young for me to do that. I feel like the best he's April seven. Fool's trick that I ever pulled on my mother, uh, we used to have one of those, when I was a kid, we had you know the kitchen sink that also had that little spray uh-huh. nozzle type thing. You know, you pull it up mm-hmm. and, and you can spray down. And, um, I miss those. Yeah. They're cool. Uh, and you had to had like a trigger on yeah, it, or you had like to a pull. Gun. Yeah, exactly. And so before I went to bed that night, uh, I took some clear tape and I taped the trigger down. <laughs> so whenever, so she that when she came in on, in the morning, the water right just shot right at her. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, so that was my best one I ever did. I feel like that I, I never really topped that one. I made my mom think her hair was falling out. Oh, really? Because my mom used to do hair, and uh, so. I, I just took some hair from one of the uh, like the extensions, you know what I mean? When you uh-huh. braid in people's uh-huh. extensions. So I took some of that and I put it on her pillow. <laughs> I was like, Mom, your hair's falling out. She just ran. I've never seen her run in my life. She said she went through her entire army career without running. And I finally got to see her run when she ran to the bathroom. That's hilarious. Oh, and my best one, the last thing, and then we get back to football, the um, best one I ever did, and I can give this as a suggestion to people out there. Mm. Uh, when I was I was working and I, I, I we had a um, we did we take phone calls from customers sometimes as much as I was a manager. And uh I told my boss, I was like, Man, I tried dealing with this customer. I can't he really wants to talk to my boss. He wants, and I was like, I tried. I'm sorry. Here's the number, and I wrote uh, the name was uh, Miss Mister, and then Lion L Y O N, and I had a phone number under, it and I gave it to him, and then uh, it was the number to the uh, the uh, Bronx Zoo. <laughs> So the people answered, and he was like, "Hi, can I speak to Mr. Lion?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, he thought about it as soon as he said it, and they had said Bronx Zoo. And he's like, "Can I speak to Mr. Lion?" Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and, then, and he just hung up, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, I'm sure like, the Bronx Zoo guy was like, "Yeah, very sure, funny, yeah, dumbass. Hell yeah, fuck and, you, and jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. I'm going to get Mr. Mr. Lion." Lion. <laughs> <laughs> That was my best one. That's pretty good. Yeah. I want to talk about your dolphins. Yeah, man. Dude. Fleecing. That, what a drop that was. Uh, that's something you could expect the April Fool's on. That was some. that felt like an April Fool's yeah, prank. Yeah, Because I remember you, sa- you texted me. 
And you've done this to me before, yeah, yeah, where you text you. me some crazy ass shit, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, "What?" And then you text, and then I immediately start checking to see what happened, and you're like, "Ah, I made you look." Yeah. And I immediately thought, oh, "Is this one of those things where you're like trying to make me look? Because yeah. this is nuts. Like, what the fuck is happening?" Yeah, they have flipped. What Miami did is flipped Laramie Tunsil into four picks now, four first round picks over the past three years, mm-hmm. something like, or yeah, over four years or something like that. It's crazy. It says here Miami now has five first round selections in the next three drafts. <laughs> five. Yeah. Because they, so it started with them, um, they traded back with the uh, 49ers. Right. To the, the 12 the first spot. First they went to the 12 spot, and then they. And then they gave made a up deal with the, with the Eagles <clears throat> so that they could get the sixth spot. Exactly. But they lost one of those first picks. This is – I, I got to say that it, this is genius. Yeah. And a lot of Dolphins fans hate uh, um, Chris Reed, uh, Chris Greer. Uh. Um, and they talk shit about him because he's been with the team for a while, but he wasn't in charge until the last – until Flores. Mm. Uh, and I think he's just been making good moves, man. I think this is brilliant because yeah. clearly, uh, you know, the first – I mean, it, 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 we don't know exactly how the uh, – all we know now is that Trevor Lawrence is going first, uh, but it looks like the next three picks are all going to be quarterbacks. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I think – I mean, I think the number one, two, three, and four – Wow. They're going to pick quarterbacks. That is so stupid. Uh, yeah. I think that's stupid. <clears throat> well, I guess it depends on the team. Um I mean, I know, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to go to the Jags. Yeah. Uh, the Jets have the number two spot. Who are they going to get? <laughs> Whoever they want, so in case gonna, Sam so Darnold doesn't gonna work get out. Best available quarterback. I yeah, I think so. Wow. And I think the 49ers are probably looking for you know whoever their future quarterback is in case Garoppolo doesn't the 49ers have already come out and said you know immediately people were like oh shit, that means Jimmy G is on the move. And the 49ers have said, look, we've budgeted for this. We're not getting rid of Jimmy G. Okay. He's staying. Um, and and they're basically – they're going to pick some kind of insurance quarter. You know, who – With the sixth pick? Well – I mean, with the with 12th a, pick. Well, with the third pick. 49ers now have third pick. Oh, yeah, Dolphins. Th- okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they have the third pick now. Everyone thinks the Falcons are going to take a, a quarterback. Uh, and then from there – you know, because the thing that the Dolphins need most – I mean, basically what the Dolphins have said by making this trade is we believe in Tua and we need to stock up on weapons for people. You know, we need more people for him him to throw to. And all of those hotshot wide receivers, or if you count the tight end Kyle Pitts, who throw him in the mix. Who they're going to take at six. They're going to take one of those. They're they're taking Jamar Chase or or Kyle Pitts or Devontae Smith. Or Waddle. Well, Waddle probably later. And Miami Mm -hmm. also has the 18th pick. Right. Storing it out there. Yeah. So I think it's a very smart move. What yeah. what all those four teams in the top four picks do, I agree with you. There's a lot of room for mistakes there. But as far as yeah. like what the Dolphins have done, it's yeah. extremely smart. Really proud of my team. Really excited. I believe they have the right coach. It's good to see positive stuff coming out of my franchise, man. I think they are going to be a really fun team to watch next year. Yeah, man. Um. What else is going on? Well, we got some free agent signings to go through since the last time we talked. Uh, the Eagles, uh, once again, make the, the move of the year, picking up Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, so everything's pretty much settled there. Yeah, <laughs> figure that out. End racism. <laughs> yeah. End racism, sign Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, problem solved. Wow. Um, How does that work for, for uh, our guy, man? Hurts. Uh, of course, Hurts will beat him and beat him out in camp, but yeah, as soon as he makes a mistake, you. I mean, there's would. been a lot of talk and posturing, and I, I saw an interview with Joe Flacco where he was like, "You know, I came here to compete for the number one." Shut up, Joe. Job. I'm like, Joe, just. <laughs> You're supposed to say that though. Just say, yeah, of course you are, but just be glad you're getting paid for another year to yeah. to not play football. Just understand the backup is is what you are. Exactly. I'm here um, for injuries. But it'd be interesting to see. It's going to be fascinating because, you know, the Eagles fans, of course. Yeah, not uh, patient at all. No. 
Uh, They're and, in for a few bad years, I think. And if Hertz gets off to a slow start, I mean, you know, it's like the old thing they say, like, you know, in, in towns like like this, you know, the yeah. the backup quarterback is your is the most famous player. Yeah, and, you know, because like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, we need him to go in. You Man, know, it's like I went through that under the, <clears throat> the Tannehill years. Ugh. Yeah, Matt Moore. Uh, who else? Malcolm Schaub. Malcolm. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, imagine. yeah, everybody in Atlanta was just like pining for Matt Schaub. Totally. Uh, yeah, Malcolm Butler, Titans cornerback, signs with the Cardinals. Ooh, they are really... Cardinals are stocking up. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Cliff's trying to keep that job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. fucks it up after all of this, then I'm he right. Was, uh, he was cut by the Titans. Oh, he was cut. Oh, it was Saved him like $10 salary. million dollars in yeah. the salary cap. Um, Why is Jacksonville not making any moves like this? I don't know. They have so much money. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I heard uh, I heard an interview with after like after the first sort of wave of free agency with uh, Urban Meyer, and he was basically whining like a little bitch. <laughs> I like uh, how much you hate this guy about like <laughs> how he doesn't like the free agency process. He wants and to recruit. I'm like, oh, you're just you're used to people coming and uh, bowing, uh, kissing the ring, yep, all that kind this of. It's gonna be some adjusting for this like, guy. Yeah, they dude. fucked up. I'm they like, fucked up. They could have had the enemy down there. Why is it? I mean, what? Even if you don't like it, why are you going to whine about it in the press, dude? You know what the why job is. Why take the job? Yeah, yeah. Why whine about it in the press? That's you true. think you're going to change the whole thing because you're <laughs> Urban Meyer? Fuck you! <laughs> I can't wait to watch Entitlement. that film. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. Uh, who else? Just drinking college <laughs> tears. Carlos Dunlap resigns with the Seahawks. Oh, that was okay. interesting because he was also cut. Uh, uh, so that's basically a, a, a drawn-out restructure. Yeah, he was cut uh, earlier this month by the Seahawks to avoid uh, a $3 million roster bonus. Damn, that's kind of fucked up. That's pretty douchey. I didn't know it was a roster bonus. Um, and it also freed up $14 million in cap space. Okay, I get that part, uh, but they could have let the bonus hit for that guy. But now apparently he's signed a 2-year 16.6 million dollar deal with 8.5 guaranteed. Okay. That's why, you know, these deals are so, you know, they're never what they seem. Let's look at guaranteed money. They they're never what you they may, seem. You got a, a 9 million dollar contract and you can work for the rest. Yeah. But he's back. Uh what else? Who got Leonard Fournette back to the Bucks? Damn. So, they have essentially I think they have more or less re-signed. I mean, they are I'm literally bringing back yeah. every starter Pretty much, yeah. that they have. The only one who's still dangling on the line, who I don't even know if you technically consider him a starter, is uh, Antonio Brown. What about Ndamukong Su? He's back, I think. Damn, he's back too? Yeah. So they still have that D-line? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the linebackers. Yep. Whew. <clears throat> yeah, and it's not looking good for the Antonio Brown deal. I read that they, they, they don't appear to be close on making a deal. So who knows what happens there? When's his trial? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> he might be mixing them up. He's like, uh, so I told my agent to get my settlement. I mean, my deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the Bucks will, you know. I mean, yeah, they're bringing back the same team that won the Super Bowl, so obviously wow. they'll be forced to be reckoned with. Oh, so the Chiefs did that last year too. Yeah, yeah. Raiders uh, sign Ravens wide receiver Willie Sneed. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, with the long long hair. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting pickup there. Where did Sneed play last year? Ravens. Ravens. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He signed a one year deal with Las Vegas. Because um, before that he was with the uh, says here, Saints, right? He spent the last three seasons with the Ravens. Damn, he really kind of disappeared. Um, Wasn't he really good with the Saints? <clears throat> yeah, but he's he's had he's played for the Browns, the Panthers, and the Saints. Damn, Willie Snead's been in the league that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only time I remember him popping off the screen was with the Saints. So that might a great been, name. Uh, I love that name, Willie yeah, Snead. Willie Snead. What's if up? you're naming your child Willie. You didn't finish high school. <laughs> <laughs> you better name him William <laughs> and yeah. call him Willie. I love Willie. I, I like Willie. It's a great name. There's like seven Willies in my family. 
Oh, really? Yeah, man. That's a great name. That's a, a hand-me-down name throughout my family, man. Willie Sneed. Willie. What's up, Willie? We had a dude, uh, he was like a family friend, Willie B. Willie B? And he would fix all of anybody. If you have something, I need some drywall. And go, oh, I'll fix the drywall, Willie B. He got con- concrete in his eye one time. Mm-hmm. He was walking around. He's like, I got concrete. It's all right. It's going, it's going away. <laughs> like, all right, Willie B. Willie B. That reminds me, actually. I hadn't thought of this in a long time, but the, um, the Atlanta Zoo we had a rather famous um, gorilla at the Atlanta Zoo whose name was Willie B. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and Willie B, had a, his, his reverse was broken on his truck. Yeah. But he still drove around with it. And I was like, uh, <coughs> my, uncle, my uncle Willie, my, he asked him, he was like, hey, Willie B, man, when you going to get the reverse fixed? Man, I ain't trying to go backwards in life anyway. <laughs> 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 Willie B was that guy. He died of AIDS. Oh shit! He was just like, I know I got it. I shot up with a bunch of people that died from it. So, Oof. when it take me, it take me. Wow, and that's how he died, man. Willie B. <laughs> Willie man. B. Shout out to Willie B. Pour out a little liquor for Willie B. Local, <laughs> local legend. Local legend, drywall expert. <laughs> Always moving forward, never backwards. Never better. backwards. That's the <laughs> Willie B. philosophy. <laughs> Well, I'm sure Willie B would support uh, our our favorite teleporter, Sammy Watkins, uh-huh. moving where's, forward to the Ravens. Ravens to sign with the Ravens. Yep. Okay. Um, it's a pretty good pickup for the Ravens, I would say. They're finally trying to give some weapons over there. He's got to get it. We talked about this a little bit. Harbaugh needs to just get out of that fucking old school run defense mentality and let Lamar slang it a little bit. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, Sammy Watkins, for him, you know, it's hard for a guy like that to stay in a place like Kansas City for too long. I mean, he's basically the number yeah. three, four, three or yeah. four yeah. wide receiver over there yeah. after Tyreek and um, Kelsey mm-hmm. and whoever else. I mean, they yeah. got it, they got it, plenty of other weapons to throw to over there as well. So it doesn't surprise me that he left. And the Ravens certainly needed something more than Hollywood Brown. Right. Um, That's good. So that's a pretty good pickup for them, I would say. Is it an upgrade over Willie Sneed? Uh, a little bit, right? About the same. Yeah. Sneed is more speed, but Watkins, he's more complete, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, he seems like a better be route seen. runner. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would say. You know what I mean? <clears throat> a little more shifty. Hmm. Hmm. Looking forward to seeing that. I, I want. I, I root for Lamar Jackson, man. He's got a good spirit. Loose bowels, really yeah. like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe he should. He needs to start doing like adult diaper commercials. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just make a full joke. Just out double of it. down, yeah, right, bro. Uh, like, yeah, man. He's never gonna do that. Depends. Uh, Him and Brett Favre should do a commercial together. Oh, fuck Brett Favre. Fuck Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Although we should feel bad for him because he's now. It, what was the story about him this week? Talking, he was talking about. Um, how he got addicted to painkillers. Really? And he nearly uh, he nearly killed himself during that process. This is why he was still playing, too. It was oh, a big wow. story about it a few weeks ago. I how did he almost kill himself? He well, because he he was uh, he 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 had decided that this was like a big problem and he he threw away these pills and he kind of went through this, oh, this he tried to do his own. Yeah, and he 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 nearly kind of lost his mind. Damn. Basically. <clears throat> Damn, Brett. Um, he lost his mind and sent the text message. Was that a? <laughs> was, was that, that before or after he sent the dick pic? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, don't try to trick us, yeah, Brett. Yeah, exactly. Um, who else got a new? Oh, T.Y. Hilton back with the Colts on a one-year okay. deal. All right. Um, yeah, we talked about that. Everybody biding time. Yeah. Until they can uh, re-up. One-year deal worth $10 million, oh. $8 million guaranteed. Okay. Um. He's pretty good, I think. Uh, yeah, I told you how I feel about that. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He's got. Yeah, hopefully, uh, he can stay healthy. Hey, he's got Carson Wentz now. So, <laughs> I mean, that could only. That, that's just what he needed. That's yeah. what the doctor ordered. Exactly. With Carson Wentz in his life. Colts are going to be fine. Yeah, they will. <laughs> uh, who else? Tyler Lockett. Has, Where's he going? He has re signed with the Seahawks. Huh. He signed a big one. Uh, again, it's nearly a $70 million deal. Um, Backloaded? Probably. Let's see what it What's says. What's the guarantee? 
37 million guaranteed. For how long? How many years? Four year extension. Okay. Wow. So basically, the NFL kind of, after the first wave, everybody kind of reloaded. Right. Like for their saying, they're back on their teams. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you had the. You had to leave the door open, period. Yeah, close the door, period. You had to close the door, period. Mm-hmm. And and then you had to... Let me back in. Okay. <laughs> All um, right, I'm back. She, baby, baby, come back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm relo- Yeah, I'm ready again. Uh, uh, I've had ready. A, uh. I had a nap and a snack. Uh. I can go one more time. Uh. <laughs> uh, yes. And now we're at the... If you have... Give me baby one more time. Yeah, exactly. And now we're at the... Uh, if you haven't come through by now, I, I'm done with you. <laughs> if you don't know me by now, if you don't know me by now, that's good. You, you, that's the that's another pentagram. Yeah, then you'll never, 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 never know, know me. me. Ooh, 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 ooh. Exactly. <laughs> Harold Melvin. I was I was talking about that yesterday. How that group is called Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Uh huh. Imagine being Harold Melvin and Teddy Pendergrass is your backup singer. <laughs> And the, the group's named after you, and he just turns into the superstar. Yeah. yeah. Ask Ike Turner. He knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. He was like, like, I was beating her and everything. <laughs> I'd beaten her down trying to hold her back. <laughs> this is my band. Yeah, this is mine. Yeah. Anime? <laughs> nope. Uh, is that is that all the free agency news? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, they're already putting out articles like free agency grades. Um, which are always kind of interesting to look at, but they don't really mean anything until the season starts. Um, um, pro days are happening now because there's no combine. That's true. There's been a lot of uh, what's his name, Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, people ran, are talking about his. He's ran a four three eight or some shit like that. Uh, four. No, yeah, they're basically saying four, that a, four, five. A, a human that large shouldn't be able to move that fast. Well, they said it last year about Isaiah Simmons. Exactly. He ran four yeah. five, and, and they say it every year about Derrick Henry too. Yeah. You know, a guy that seen, big should not be able to run that fast. Have you seen his workouts? Yes, I have. I saw I saw recently. I saw a video the other day. Oh my god. Yeah, he's nuts. It's like why, who came up with that? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do it? Uh but I, I like I like to watch Derek Henry. He's he seems to be insane in the gym. Uh but the uh as a Dolphins fan, it's getting very annoying. Mm. When I'm scrolling through trying to keep up with stuff on Twitter. And every single good thing that happens with the uh, these players that are getting evaluated and stuff, and and you know doing their pro day stuff, people are like, "Dolphins get this man now, <laughs> lock it in." And I was like, "Shut the fuck!" Up. Oh, I hate I hate fans, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's I, well, cool to see, man. I, I mean, they, I, I, I think I feel like the top ten teams are in kind of good. I, I feel like getting quarterback for the first four, somebody's gonna. You know, law of averages. Somebody's gonna make regret that. Of course. But the teams who get these other skill players in the top fifteen, probably gonna be in pretty good shape. Yeah, I. I mean, I think it's safe to say that I do think that that quarterbacks will go in the first four picks, and I think that one of them. Yeah, gonna have a generational star. Will will actually live up to expectations Uh, because that's usually what happens. Um, and and it's usually not the number one pick. I was gonna say I don't necessarily think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Who would have thought? I mean, it's, we still don't know about last year, but who would have thought Justin Herbert was gonna be the best looking out of that bunch? Nobody. 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 Well, he wasn't even supposed to play. No. Nah. If it wasn't for the team doctor, he wouldn't have played. Yeah. <laughs> doctor Pokem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I watched the old. They were showing a Browns Bengals game. They were. It was called the Number Ones, or like uh, they were showing. On NFL Network, number one picks. Okay. Matches. So and they Joe showed Burrow, the Burrow and, uh, versus uh, Mayfield. Mayfield. And uh, Burrow, wasn't, I wasn't that impressed. Yeah. He, did, he, he had a good game, though. But I just wasn't overly impressed. He didn't, he didn't look otherworldly. Right. As I watched it. But we'll see when he's got some blocking. Yeah. Because they also have Miles Garrett just coming after him. Yeah, they got a lot of things they need to fix on that O-line for sure. Yeah. Uh, in the news. Mm-hmm. It's starting to look like the Washington football team um, may not pick a name. Okay. Like they may stick with this whole Washington football team thing. Um, All right. They claimed that they – at one point they claimed that they had a name and then they announced that they weren't going to pick a name. 
uh, and a lot of people are starting to basically assume that they're just going to roll with this, what they have now. <clears throat> I don't think it's that bad. I, well, you know how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, you I, feel like they deserve it. They I feel like they don't deserve branded. a name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, considering their history, um, and their owner, and their their original owner, and their current owner, right? Uh, in a way, I think it's sort of poetic that. They, how did he get out of hot water? Who? Snyder. Uh, well, apparently he's not yet. Oh, okay. Um, but I th- if, there was another report about Snyder. That was one of the other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, he he appears to be attempting to buy his way out of trouble mm-hmm. uh, because he has now officially offered to buy out all of his minority partners. I saw that yesterday. Um, which just makes it harder to get rid of him. Right. Basically. Uh, so no matter what the NFL, I mean, the NFL has been investigating him and the team for all of these, uh, you know, things, you know, sexual harassment claims and... and um, but the other owners would have to vote him out. That's how it goes, right? Right. Uh, but now he's bought every. Now he's going to buy everybody out. He's going to. It says here he's buying out Washington Minority Partners for eight hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Where? Who uh, has? Where? What the fuck? <laughs> where where do you have that kind of money? He just slammed his balls on the table. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I mean, this basically it seemingly makes it impossible to remove him as the owner of the Washington football team. Wow. So there's that. <laughs> uh, Don't you hate it when the bad guys win? <laughs> That's what yeah. it feels like. <clears throat> He's like, fuck y'all. Um, yeah, we're, we're officially into the bad guy section of the, of okay. the, of the podcast because the other thing I want to talk about was Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore arrested with a loaded stolen gun uh, last week, March 26th. Why, why did he get arrested? Why did he get arrested? Uh, Black on a Friday? W- yeah, something like that. <laughs> he, uh, he was in Cleveland, okay. I think. Uh, pulled over for multiple traffic violations. Oh, okay. Police spotted a loaded gun in the car, this, uh, and then they found Lattimore with a different loaded gun that had been reported stolen from a Cleveland suburb. From uh, a Cleveland, like a home? I, I don't know. Yeah, it just says Cleveland suburb. Uh, one man what? was arrested. Other two were arrested. Yeah, he was arrested for okay. for having this gun that turned out to be stolen. Um, this so, seems weird. That is a little weird. Like multiple traffic violations. Why are you driving around with, with two guns? With guns anyway. You're an NFL football player. I guess maybe NFL football players feel like they need protection, but I mean it doesn't make I I I'm I, if you got the money for it, I can see people just buying whatever. Anyway, he's got some uh questions to I answer. Just have, if, you, if you're an NFL player, the, the bigger question is what are you doing with a stolen gun? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's a fair question. <laughs> I would say, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, soap opera continues to twist and turn. Oh, um, it started with his lawyer finally making a statement uh, that this was all <laughs> that really like helped kind of a out. blackmail scheme by um, all forty women. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that part. I mean, at first he just said like this is all crazy it's all it's blackmail it's just people trying to get money what's the accusation number up to uh i think it's up to like 20 something okay um but then it, it got a little weird you know because then there's there was this report that deshaun watson had started deleting instagram messages and reaching out to some of these massage therapists for settlements um which obviously seems a little incriminating yeah um and uh let's see and then this lawyer, the lawyer that is representing these women is turning out to be a bit problematic okay. as well um, because he keeps claiming, uh, you know, he keeps, you know, the numbers keep going up, the number of women that are, uh, you know, he, but he refuses to, to like uh, kind of go to the actual to the actual police with these. I've heard things. about that. Yeah, and yeah. so it, this story comes out later where he, he puts out this statement that he doesn't trust the Houston police 
because he he thinks that they may have something against him because he he this guy apparently ran for mayor at one point and and oh, and and he had some kind of issues with the with the chief of police and so and I, it was a kind of a the weird song. story so it's like what what do you do like i don't understand what this this is the guy who's representing yeah. the women uh, oh yeah. I thought it was Deshaun's lawyer. No, 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 no. This is the guy who's representing the women. And it's like, it, it doesn't mean that they're not telling the truth. But what it does mean is that they would be way better off with a different, different lawyer. lawyer. It's like, y'all need to get somebody who is not... <laughs> Competent. <clears throat> yeah. What? Because uh, <laughs> he says here... He says, this, is uh, our, this is our summer story. Exactly. He says, <laughs> our, our t- he says, we've been roundly criticized because the numerous brave women haven't filed formal... Criminal complaints with the Houston Police Department. Foul it, bro. Uh, And he says, here is my worry. When I ran for Houston mayor against the current mayor, I called for the resignation of the former police chief. I was thus reluctant initially uh, in these important cases to provide info to the Houston Police Department, uh, at least while this guy was still the chief of police. Um, So why take the case? So he's basically throwing shade on on the Houston Police Department. But why take the case? If you don't trust the system, why take the case? Yeah. And why if you feel like you're gonna your presence is gonna hurt these women, then if you care about the women, step out of the limelight. Let somebody else take it. Take yeah, because so far he's essentially attempting to sort of try this case on Instagram. Right. It's like what the fuck? So uh, that's the weird thing about Make this copies guy. of all your shit. And then turn it in. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And then the other sort of weird twist, which you kind of alluded to. DeAndre uh, Baker's involved somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be bizarre if he somehow popped up in the middle of this? He's a masseuse and drag? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this story pops up where it, it, Deshaun Watson's lawyer uh, got this sort of – there were 18 different massage therapists – who signed on to this statement uh, supporting Deshaun Watson and saying, yeah, yeah. you know, saying that that you know he's a good guy and he never acted wow. weird towards us. This is so uh, horrible. It's, it, so, it's so much of the wrong things. But the thing that they didn't really think about was like, so given that the number of women who who are accusing him of sexual harassment do the math and add in these 18 who say that he's a good guy. Yeah. You're sort of, you know, people started to go, hold on, wait a minute. Like, why does this guy have 40 fucking massage therapists in what a year or two years time? Like most people, they find a good one and you stick with it. It's obvious that he is trying to, uh, purchase, uh, sexual acts. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, this is his thing. Like Louis C.K. said about that whole thing that was most unfortunate for him right. was that, uh, of course, he did something wrong, but he said that now everybody knows my thing. Right. He's like, you, I don't know you. I don't know anything about you or what you like, but you know my fucking thing. Yeah. Now you know that I like to talk on the phone and jerk off. Right, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> that's my thing. Now everybody knows Deshaun Watson's thing. Right. Like, you like to He's got a thing get a massage and then... It's probably a power thing right. to get some person uh, right. to do something for him. Sure. <sighs> um, oh, man. Yeah, I believe weird. 100% that this guy has been improper. I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. it's, and I look at people kind of side-eyed that are overtly defending him at, at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any of these people that have all of these allegations and then – you're defending him basically. You defend these people basically out of fandom, and that's completely disregarding the, the victim or the alleged victims. I'd rather just wait and err on the side of caution and right. say I'm wrong. If uh, when I thought he was well, he proved me wrong. Maybe there is this huge conspiracy of twenty women that want to take him down. That, yeah, <laughs> this beloved figure. I think it's more likely. Uh, that he turns out to be this kind of, which is odd to say, but some kind of a serial predator. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, how weird is that? And I think it's also possible, and this is the thing that nobody's going to want to say, that he honestly didn't mean wrong. Mm. He was like an accidental predator, 
as possible. He didn't realize this was predatory behavior. He just thought, hey, man, I'm not jumping out of the bushes. Well, I would say some some of the reports, maybe, but some of, I mean, like... The, the, oh, yeah, the forced uh, oral sex thing. The, yeah, I mean, there are, there are varying uh, degrees to the the level of accused uh, yeah, harassment and Good some point. of them are I would agree with you would be like oh okay well m- maybe she just sort of misunderstood what was going on yeah but then of course like the forced oral sex yeah, thing, I forgot about that one there's okay. no uh, there's no gray area there <laughs> on that one <laughs> I guess I mean I mean <clears throat> just push her head yeah no there's no way to joke about that no <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah but actually. Um, I I arranged my notes in such a way where I kind of wanted to to conclude the news with some good guy stories. See, that's why you're my guy, Skiff. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I appreciate it. We're not. I just didn't want anyone to think that we're out here just you know trolling uh, for car accidents and yeah, exactly. It's not. We're not ambulance chasers. But, yeah, exactly. I'm Thank not you. Gloria Allred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and we had a really. This was a. What is this? March 24th. This is a pretty cool story. Patriots offensive lineman Justin Heron or Heron, I don't know how you pronounce his name, um, is being described as a hero uh, by police in Tempe, Arizona, who say he came to the aid of a woman who was being attacked in a public park. Oh, shit. Imagine imagine you decide to finally attack somebody in a public park and an NFL player. Yeah. Yeah. An offensive lineman. Yeah, a fucking lineman. Police say a man pushed a 71-year-old woman to the ground, started trying to pull her pants down, and made comments about sexually assaulting her when Heron heard the woman screaming. Um, Heron is... uh, Yeah, so he, he, you know, oh, he says, at that moment I was in shock. Uh, It was like 11 a.m., middle of the day. Damn. Open field. And, uh, And the fact that it happened there at that time was just very shocking. He goes on to say, I wish I could tell you what I was thinking, but I could just tell someone needed help. All I could do was rush myself over there and make sure I could help the victim and I could comfort her, uh, you know, and be the best person I could be. So, like you said, the dude's six foot five, 304 pounds. <laughs> he's a, not just a lie, he's a big lineman. He says, yeah, he goes on to say, I'm a football player, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of big. Uh, <laughs> kind of big. I try to, to not be too aggressive with people, knowing that I could potentially hurt someone. Uh, and I killed him with my bare hands. Yeah, he said, <laughs> I do have a loud voice. So I yelled. I told him to get off of her and then yanked him off Oof. and told him to sit down. Uh, and I told him to wait until the cops come. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hit him on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with my fist, and you will be sitting here yeah, yeah, yeah. until the police. Imagine that. And then he said, "I yanked him up and told him to sit down." Yeah, and the dude's probably just like, "Hey, man, <laughs> can I zip my pants up?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I don't want no trouble, man. You just... feel like the pandemic is is you know the restrictions are starting to lighten up. You can go outside. You <laughs> finally have that opportunity to rape that seventy one year old woman <laughs> well, in the park that you've exactly. been looking at. She knows she got a vaccine. Yeah, and you get. <laughs> Yanked yeah. by a six foot five, three hundred and four pound offensive lineman. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy! So shout out to that dude. Yeah, shout out to him. Man. Uh, he's my one new of favorite lineman. <clears throat> yeah, even though he does play for the Patriots. Um, yeah. The other story uh, in the good guy category I, I, that caught my attention was Patrick Mahomes uh, announcing his through his foundation that he is going to be financially supporting this multi-year partnership with the uh, HP. CU Legacy Bowl that they're going to start having every year. Have you heard about this story? No. So the HBCU, for those of you who don't know, is the historically black colleges Colleges and universities. And universities, Mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, you probably know more about this than I do. I want to see this. You said something about a documentary a while back. About college football. I forget what it was called. I think it's called uh, College Football in America or something like that. Yeah. It's an ESPN thing. So the the short rundown is that it was, um, you know, you had these, you know, back during the segregation days, you know, obviously you didn't have all these, all these great players had to go to these black colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the schools that are known as college football powerhouses like Alabama and Georgia and LSU, you didn't have any black players. Right. Um, 
Yeah, because uh, like the ones the <laughs> like both like all the the players that would go to the NFL would play for black schools back then because they weren't allowed to play at big schools. Right. Doug Williams is uh, one of the most mm-hmm. famous ones. Mm-hmm. Obviously played Bo for Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Uh, OJ, I think. OJ, no, probably. No, 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 my bad. He went to USC. Oh, that's right. He, <laughs> that's true. That's true. He was already. Um, uh, he's not black. He's OJ in his own <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially, the short version of what happened is that after desegregation, um, these these big college powerhouses started poaching all the best players, mm-hmm. um, and HBCU teams essentially kind just of got forgotten. Just sort of collapsed or and they didn't completely collapse but they yeah they suffered yeah. I mean some of the best players in the country were coming out of these schools yeah um, so uh, there's been a big pu- Doug Williams is part of this push to oh sort of, really yeah he's, I think he's he's involved with the organization in some way like okay. trying to promote the HBCU uh, so they have announced that the HBCU Legacy Bowl is this recently established postseason all-star game um Featuring the best NFL draft eligible players from historically black colleges and universities. Um, the first iteration of the game will occur uh, the Saturday following sup- the, the next Super Bowl. It's going to be at Tulane University in New Orleans. Uh, and yeah, and, and Patrick Mahomes has this you know, foundation, and he's decided that, that he's going to pump money into making sure, like every year, this kind of multi year effort to make sure that this game wow. continues to happen every year. And he went to Texas Tech, right? He, yeah, or, I think so. Or a I think I, I don't remember. He went, he well, went he didn't go to an HBCU. No. Uh-uh. Wow. That's so uh-huh. cool. Um, uh, ESPN, that special we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. the title is College Football, Football is Us. Right. And they have a thing uh, in part of that is about the it's – a, it's an ESPN 30 for 30. I recommend it. teaches you a lot about um, college football. Says here some of the game's all-time greats played um, collegiately at HBCU level, including Pro Football Hall of Famers uh, Walter Payton, oh, played yeah. for Jackson, Jackson State. State, Jerry yeah. Rice played for Mississippi Valley State, Michael Strahan played for Texas Southern. Oh um, wow! Yep, Doug Williams played for Grambling. Because uh, Southern and Grambling were the two big ones. Yeah, that was the big rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it the the Bayou Classic or something like that or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. Some type of classic <clears throat> that they they uh, it was the black school thing, and they were still talking about that even when I was a kid. I remember saying that LSU versus Gremlin, mm. but then the games would be on BET. So if you watch college football Saturday, you would want to watch you know ABC, CBS, or whatever. You see yeah. these big schools. I'm a fan of Miami, so you watch that on a, on one of these big channels. But then you flip over to uh, if I just wanted to watch football, sometimes I would end up watching BET, right. and you see these little schools and these small stadiums and stuff like that. Mm. And I didn't even think about it. I, just, I think there's a good chance that this game might actually be uh, worth watching uh, because they got yeah. something to prove, yeah. right? So they're going to show out. Um, and the I, game apparently is going to air on the NFL Network. A top basketball recruit just decided to sign with HBCU. Mm-hmm. One of the top high school prospects in the nation. Nice. And he was saying that he wants other, and everybody's waiting for him to go to Duke or North Carolina or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he just decided to go to HBCU, and they're just saying, like, it's time for us to go back to our schools. So we'll see. says here that uh, it, it'll be essentially a week-long celebration of black culture and history. It'll provide invaluable exposure and opportunity for HBCU football players. That's cool, man. What that a is nice story. Cool. And um, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is is putting some money down to make sure that this thing keeps happening. Well, he's got a seven hundred million billion dollar contract. He's got to put that money somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get a write off. We see you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you're spending it on good shit. You say at least he ain't spending it on massage therapists. <laughs> he got eighteen ones that like him though. It's like, damn, Deshaun, you got all this money. You, you, if you, you want to buy, if you want to buy it, but go buy it. Yeah. Why you got to make it all, all add all of this extra shit? If you want to, yeah, exactly. That's some weird shit. It's the power thing. It's more than just the sex. I think so too. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, man. One of the good guys. One of the good guys. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Deshaun. We'll see. What if we're wrong? We're not. <laughs> There's too many. <laughs> I feel like at this point, there's, there's too many. There's people that defend Bill Cosby still. 
55 women. That's true. And uh, people defend Bill Cosby. So they're going to defend Deshaun. It's the, the passion that people have for these celebrities. All right, man. Let's crazy. wrap this thing up, brother. Yep. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. It's Finnefell. So cool. This is the first podcast to be recorded at the Sound Lounge. I uh, hope you guys like the sound. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Sound Lounge, where pants are optional. Pants optional. <laughs> I ain't wear pants since I stepped in the room. <laughs> All right, but we'll catch y'all next week uh, with some more information. I need to do some uh, some draft digging. So we'll we'll talk more about that as it gets closer. April 29th is draft date. So April 29th. Yeah, it's man. coming up. Yeah, man. Uh thanks so much for listening. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash SvenFL. And uh if you want to support Skiff, watch La Samaya. That's true. Or watch this <clears throat> uh, uh, Well, we, uh, we, we got, got this. We got this is on Via Play right now. And in the States it's on Sundance Now. Sundance Now. So check that out. Uh La Samaya. Season one is on Seymour, mm-hmm. and season two will also be there, but not until August or something. Yeah. So keep up, man. And uh, those of you that understand Swedish could check out my YouTube series where I uh, react to Swedish classics, uh, classic Swedish music, and um, you might like that. So check out my YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we will holler at y'all later. Thanks for checking us out. This has been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sora. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Later, y'all. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.